Y'all know what time it is. It's another episode of A Brother's Got Next. It's your boy, D. And as always, I'm joined by my partner in crime, Quab. What's going on, man? What's up, D? NFL's back, man. What a week one it was. Yeah, I know you I know you were real happy, man. You know, went to the bar with you on Sunday to watch the week one game. Um, yeah, man, the Steelers, the Steelers looked impressive, man. Like, especially on defense. Um, y'all, y'all look great. And I, I, like I said, I know we always talk about when, you know, when you win, any week you win, it just makes you weak. You know what I mean? It really does. Now that, like you said, defensively, they looked really good. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too impressed with the offense, but luckily, right. it's only week one. You know, they're still gelling. They got a new coordinator. They got a brand new offensive line. A couple of rookies they're starting. So it'll take some time, but I'm, I'm I'm pretty confident they'll get it going eventually. It seemed like Ben started to get it going, though, like a little bit in the second half. You know what I mean? Especially, especially in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he started to get it going a little bit. Yeah, he started off. So, I mean, listen. He's an older quarterback. I mean, you know, obviously he's he's not going to be what he was 10, 15 years ago, obviously. So, you know, he, he is what he is. But um, I thought, yeah, it just took him time to kind of get going. Like you mm-hmm. said, the first, it's the first game of the season. So, um, yeah, it was kind of expected. I, I thought you guys would run the ball a little better, a little more than you, than you did. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you know, like I said, like you said, the, the D was great, was awesome. The D was uh, – yeah, it was was unbelievable. So I mean, TJ I Watt. And yeah, anytime we looked at the TV, you're like, "How is Watt back back there again?" No, every <laughs> time we look at the TV, I'm like, he's almost getting there every time. Like he's yeah, he's worth every penny, like every. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's a top three defensive player in the NFL. Yeah, who really so. who really surprised me, impressed me in that game, and I think there was a kind of a sleeper pickup for you guys was um, Melvin Ingram. Yeah, he was putting a lot of pressure. I mean, he's he's been a Pro Bowl player in this league. You know, I yeah, think so people little, forgot about him. I know he got mm-hmm. – I think because of the injuries, people forgot about him. But, yeah, man, he was really impressive. Yeah, that was really a steal for the Steelers. So, the defense is going to be strong all year, man. They're going to constantly put pressure on the quarterback. So, if the offense can get it going – but you know how the NFL is, man. How come, like, teams never have amazing – they're never amazing on both. It's never like – how come yeah, a team never have the number it's, one it's... offense and defense? <laughs> yeah. It's always like you have the number one off defense, but, like, your offense is, like – 18th or 17th or you have the number one offense which your d de- the defense is usually bad like why is the exactly. why is it when the offenses exactly. are number one the defenses are bad <laughs> exactly yeah i don't know why i don't know why it's like that yeah i don't yeah. i've never yeah because think about all the teams like you know we think about all the great defensive teams like the 85 bears the 01 ravens you know what i mean um the broncos who won it you know with peyton but like and they're, they're, those offenses weren't great you know what i mean like they didn't yeah. have great offenses but they had good defenses then you have like the great offenses that you know d was like either not that good or they were like eh you know they were like okay exactly you know what i mean the key is on defense is to be opportunistic like that saints team that won a super bowl like the offense was nice remember the defense was like they would give up points they were like a bend but don't break like exactly exactly but they created turnovers a lot even that super bowl pick six on peyton manning so that 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 was the play of the game Absolutely. Yeah, that was a play of the game. So as you know, Quab, every like every time the start of the NFL season, there's always overreaction in after week one, you know, whether it's good or bad. Um, so of course, you know, this week it was a lot of headlines of, you know, is is this team, you know, is it time to panic or is it like this team now, like, you know, a, a, a team one is like, oh man, they're, they're gonna be the best team in the league. So I want to go over a few. And you tell me if it's an overreaction or it's legit. All right, so okay. we're going to start with your Steelers. So the Steelers' defense will be the best defense since that Bronco team that won the Super Bowl. Oh, since the Bronco team. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a good question. What Do you remember that Bronco team's nickname? Like, you know, I think it was called the No Fly Zone. The no Fly Zone, yeah. No Fly Zone. Because they had Aqib Tlaib back there, Chris Harris Jr. Right, right, like, right. They had right. some good. Now, that was a really good team. But obviously, Von Miller, who I think we oh, have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had the Marcus yeah. Ware. I know he was older, but he was still pretty productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I like to do when I compare defenses is you can't always do this, but in, in the in the case of comparing it to the Broncos, you can kind of compare player to player. So okay. for their Von Miller, I'll give you TJ Watt. Okay? Right. For their for their um, you know, Chris uh they had two good corners. Like they did. we have we have okay cor- like Joe, Joe Joe Hayden's is solid. Like he's past his prime. Yes, um, I agree. I I'm agree. actually excited about our other cornerback, Cameron Sutton, who actually looked really good on Sunday. He had quite mm-hmm. a few pass breakups, had a big fourth and one stop. 
So I'm excited because we never have two good corners. It's like one's good and the other one's really bad. It's it's right, been a while right. since we've had two solid corners. Of course, Minka Fitzpatrick is 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 solid, one of the best in the league. So it, it, it's so early to say that they could be that good because they did stop a, a, a very prolific offense, which I am excited about. I mean, the Bills, oh yeah, I mean, look, you held you held Josh Allen. I mean, under 300 yards. I mean, he had one touchdown, and it, you know he threw the ball 51 times, and, and you sacked him three times. You and they know? only, yeah, they only scored one touchdown. And it's funny, Diggs had a, had a weird stat line because he had almost 10 receptions, but he only had 69 yards. So that goes to show you you weren't really letting them stretch the field, which is good. It was doing a lot of you know dinking and dunking. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what's dangerous about Diggs is you can give him the ball with a you know a quick quick pass you know you can have a quick passing game give him the ball and, and depend on his yards you know him getting yards, yeah the yak, yak yards yard. yeah yeah the yak yards but they were just they, they knew that he would be the most dangerous part of their offense because he is he is their best weapon I mean, oh of so, course of course because I feel like you guys did a pretty good job on the run I mean you held them I mean you held Singletary to seventy two yards I mean they only he only ran eleven times but yeah I mean you guys were solid on the run. Um, but I was just really impressed with what you guys did with Josh Allen because I feel like when I was watching that game, especially like in the pocket, he pretty much every time had to like scramble, you know, whether it was going forward or going, you know, sidelines. Um, and I think that that really affected him. I mean, that's some, some of the ways I remember TJ Watt got one sack when he was trying to, I think, go, you know, he like we had to get out of the pocket. And I think he went to his left and TJ got him. You know what I mean? So, you know, look, I, as far as, can this team be that that Bronco team that uh, that won the Super Bowl some years ago, you know, a few years ago? I mean, they have the potential to be like you said. They have all the you know they have all the the, the players. I mean, like I mean, with the exception of the corners, I mean, Minka is arguably the best safety in the league. I mean, T.J. Watt's arguably the best just defensive player in the league. And Cameron Hayward is so so underrated. Him. Nobody talks about him. You know what? I, I used to think he was, but he's been an all-pro. He's been a pro bowler, so he gets his recognition. But you still don't hear his name a lot. Yeah, you know? what I was going to say, I, I think he gets his recognition as far as, like, right, with the awards and, right, you know, as far as, like, getting to pro bowls and all-pro. But they don't talk about him. Like, they always talk about mm-hmm. T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, even Joe Hayden, who, like you said, has passed his prime. They talk about those guys, but they don't really talk about Cameron Hayward. And he's, yeah, man. And like I said, I mean, the Mel- we already talked about the Melvin Ingram uh, pickup. That was, I mean – that was huge. Like that front line. I mean, you talk about just those three. That that could be a scary. I mean, if if healthy, that could be a scary trio going forward. Absolutely, absolutely. So, really, man, with the Steelers, it's going to depend on what the offense can do. Um, it, it's not going to be pretty early on because they're right. just they don't have that that quick strike big playability like they used to. They'll get it every once in a while, but they're just not consistently doing it anymore. So if but you like that receiver that, man, you got, you kept, you, kept ra- you kept raving about that receiver you guys have. Um that's opposite well, we of got a couple like yeah like Deontay Johnson's solid. right right yeah uh, I know Chase you like Claypool him. is yeah Chase Claypool's a big target. So I still don't know where Ben's arm is. It's clearly not the same. I mean no, I still the deep ball it's just not it's not the prettiest thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, just we'll see, man. I mean, I, I listen. I think Ben. This should be Ben's last year. It should be. I don't know if it will be. I mean, obviously, yeah, it should be. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. You know what he decides going forward, but it should be his last year. I mean, the guy's had a great career. Two-time Super Bowl champion. I mean, arguably, you know, he's arguably the best Steeler quarterback ever. I mean, I know you obviously had Bradshaw, um, but uh, yeah, man. I mean nobody's going to, like, get on him if he, like, decides to hang him up after this. He, he has nothing yeah, else to prove. 18 years? Yeah, he yeah, has nothing yeah. else to prove. So, I mean, you know, he is what he is at this point. And if, whatever he gives you now is kind of like a bonus. So, you know. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. I just yeah, don't want like, him to hang around when he's, like, completely done. Like, get out at the right time, you know? Right. So, you don't you don't want him to hang around, like, kind of how, like, with Peyton, when, like, the arms started getting really bad. I mean, he won a Super Bowl. So Yeah, that's true. Right, good he did, but well, yeah, how, how I feel like, like Ben's. Okay, how about like Drew Brees last year? Remember, we kind of knew. Yeah, that. I feel like he's. I feel like he's kind of there, man. I feel okay. like he's getting close to that. Like he's right. still like solid enough to win with, but he. I don't think he can no longer like really put the team on his back. Now they were down ten, but here's the thing: they got like a blocked punt for a touchdown. Right, like they right. definitely got some help. On mm-hmm. you know special teams and defense really helped out. But like if we're down seventeen, which every team deals with deficits. If you're down 17 points, 20 points, I'm not going to be confident like I was back when we had A.B. and Martinez right. Bryant, Lev, like when he had his his arm was lively. I'm not going to feel that way anymore. 
So we have to kind of keep things close or get off to a, a big lead. Otherwise, I'm not sure. Right. You know, how one thing I, I do have encouragement in, we talked about earlier, is that he kind of got it going late. So it may take it may be one of those things where he starts off slow, but he starts to get it going late. And I mean, depending on where the game is, like if the defense has kind of helped you and right special teams has kind of, you know, helped you. You know, that could be a plus because you can say, like, okay, well, yeah, he doesn't look good in, at, at the start. And if you're down, right, like you said, 10, um, yeah, I don't think you want to be down 14 to 17 right with Ben. But if you're down 10, you at least know, like, okay, if the defense, you know, can kind of hold it down for a little bit and special teams plays well, you'll always be in it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because he can, he can get it going late. So that's that's one thing I would say that you have going. And he's, in, and he's, and he's experienced. You know, he's yeah. even though he's an older quarterback, he knows, you know, he knows all the, the you know the tricks and and stuff. So yeah, like I said, I think you know it, it, it can be a plus for him to kind of yeah. start slow and then get it going late. You know, I mean, I'm thinking Super Bowl, man. So you hit everything on the head. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> all right, so the next one we're gonna go to the Eagles are the best team in the NFC East and will win the division. Is that an overreaction? <laughs> well, probably not because I don't like that division. I mean, okay. my Giants pick is not looking good. Right now. <laughs> Dude, your boy did not look good. Oh, he had another fumble. <laughs> he, he he can't stop fumbling. It, it's I've never seen anything like that before. He's like a guaranteed fumble every I, game. You know what it is, Tuquan? I've never seen anybody when pressure comes to him how how rattled he gets. Like I've seen quarterbacks, right. like you know, when you pressure him, like yeah, they're most quarterbacks are not good when you rattle, but he's just like yo, like when this even when they're even not just there, like if the pocket collapses on him. It's like it's a disaster. Like, oh my god! Like, dude, it's almost like he's like a scared kid. Like, how do you, are you an NFL quarterback? Like, it's yeah, it's bad, dude. It's bad. He but. actually might be really bad. Like, <laughs> it, no, I'm serious. Like, I just watch so, him. You know, play, Nick, like, Nick texts me, of course, you know, after the game, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, he call, of course, you know, he calls him Danny Pennies," and he's like, "Dude, yeah. I've been saying this since he got drafted." And I, yeah, this <laughs> this is why I keep saying with the Giants, man. I just like look, I love their D. But I just get yeah, it. I have, and you know, Saquon. I mean, look, I know Saquon just came back from from injury, but he didn't really look great. Either. He didn't. He did not look good, man. No, he's not healthy. He's not nah, healthy. Man, he did not look good either, and that's that's not good for them. Like, if you, if, I mean, look, the D is solid, and I think actually good, but their offense, and that's the thing. He has weapons too. Like, that's the killing thing. Like, he has the way, and I kept and I kept saying all offseason when we had these conversations. I'm like, dude. He is going to be the person that makes or breaks their season, and and it's, and it's kind of showing already off game one. And he, another problem with him is like he's he's been in this. I mean, he's been there. What this is his third year, I believe. Yeah, I think his third year starting. And you just don't see him progressing. Like he's no. not getting better. Like he's kind no. of stayed the same. I agree. You know, like where's that leap for your young quarterbacks? You always want to see a leap, like. Well, I'm not going to compare him to like Justin Herbert because you saw mm-hmm. like he leaped from the he he popped from the jump. Exactly. So maybe not somebody. But look at you know you look at your young quarterbacks and you're like, all right, well, how how do you look in year one compared to year two compared to year three? Mm-hmm. His fir- his best season was probably still his first one when he right. came in. I think uh, they actually ended up benching Eli and he came in and he actually didn't look bad. I was like, oh okay. Um, top of my head, I think he had like t- like. 24 touchdowns, like 12 picks or something like that. I was like, oh, okay, this guy's not bad. Not bad. Right, right, right. Last season, 11 touchdowns. That's, that's <laughs> all you threw? 11? <laughs> so, like, you don't want to yeah. see him. He's trending down, and I don't think it's a good sign. And It's still early, but he's just doing the same things, man. I'm not confident. But with that said, man, Jalen Hurts looked really good. I was going to say that, man. Yeah, three. T- he didn't throw for a lot of yards, but – Man, three TDs, no turnovers. Um, yeah, he just looked real comfortable in the pocket. And I mean, and the one we thing I'm saying that, yeah, we said and the that one thing I was impressed with, man, like, dude, uh. he has a lot of escapability. Like, dude, like he knows exactly when to get out. Like, as far as like they really didn't get to him because well, obviously it's the Falcons D. We all know what we think about the Falcons. Terrible, D. terrible. Yeah, but um, nah, man, I just I, I I was impressed, man, watching him. Like he in the pocket, like he knew like. They didn't even get close to him, and when they, if they did, or when they tried to, he was out of there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I was impressed, man. Like I said, he didn't throw for a lot of yards, but I also thought he was accurate too. I mean, 
he he didn't really throw a lot of like bad balls. Like I mean, he threw when he when when he was throwing it, he was pretty accurate. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, he was. Yeah, man. But I think that the things that we're not talking about with them, you know, forget about the offense. Their their D look good. Like, dude. Like I think you you even mentioned when we were watching the game. Um, you know, uh, Cox, man, he's still a beast. You know what I mean? Yeah, Brandon Graham is a physical. The one thing about the Eagles, like their defense is it can be hit or miss from year to year. Like it's never terrible, but it's never like it can be it's either good or like just okay. It's never like, yo, this this looks like the Titans defense. We're gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about them in a second. But oh god. It, yeah, it it the one thing I like about them, man, ever since the Andy Reid days, like they're always physical, man. Like they hit you right. in the mouth. Like, right. Or this hit that Brandon Graham had on Mike Davis, oh, I was like, yeah, "Oh my that's right. goodness!" That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, also the the Falcons are just soft. Like they've been, they're just such a soft team. They've been the same, even the Super Bowl team. Like, look, I understand that they got dude. They had only two hundred and sixty yards of total offense, and Matt Ryan got sacked three times. Like their I, line's not good either. Now, it, I'm surprised he only got sacked three times because I feel like every time we looked at the TV, like. He was constantly. Well, under he pressure. probably was. He probably was knocked down or hurried more than that. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. He only ended up, he, right. He only ended up getting sacked three times. But dude, they only had 260 yards of total offense. Like he only threw for like one. I, I, I don't have the numbers offhand, but he threw for like 100 and something yards. They didn't. They didn't. I don't. I mean, they had. The, I think the rush game was actually better than the passing game because I think the dude, you know, they ran for over 100 yards, but. Yeah, man. Now that Eagles D, I was I was impressed. Like I'm still not big on their secondary. Like I still think you can throw on them, and it, and it's funny because early on Matt Ryan was able to. But yeah, man, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Ingram, uh, they're they're still beasts, man. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. So I I I really I'm really impressed with what I saw out of Dallas, especially going up against a really good Tampa defense. Yeah, we're gonna talk about them later. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm encouraged what I saw. They got a tricky mm-hmm. week two game. That that Chargers game is not going to be easy. So yeah, I agree. Careful. I agree with you. Yeah, they got to be careful not to fall to zero and two. What do you think about now? What did you think about the the Washington uh, loss and uh, how they looked? How do you, do you still think they're a contender in that division? Because obviously, I mean, they still have that. Their D still looks good. It, obviously, they, the question mark with them is the offense and their QB situation. But what did you think of them? Yeah, when we did our preview show last week, remember I was saying their QB situation worries me. Right. Now, unfortunately, Fitzpatrick's going to be out for a while. I mean, more than half of the season. I think there's yeah, exactly. weeks right now. Mm-hmm. And Heineke, we just don't know much about him. He, he's looked good in the small you know, the small mm-hmm. sample. Right, that we've seen. right. But I didn't like them from the jump. Just there's not enough consistency there. We don't really know what their running game is going to give you every week in, week out. Mm, um, right. I, yeah, their, their defense can only take them so far. Like, I just don't see them doing anything offensively, and I think that's going to hurt them. So, so if think, anything, I see them. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. I see them finishing probably third in that division because I'm okay. not happy with the Giants right now. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, you think right now it's <laughs> between, between the Eagles and the Cowboys right now? Now, this could be just week one overreaction, which, which is right. what this segment's called. But, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As of right now, I would probably go with the Cowboys and uh, and Eagles as far as the top two teams in that division. Yeah, no, yeah, the, the, the Chargers were a tough team, so I'm not going to say that was like a like a bad loss for them. Right, you know? right, right. But they, they couldn't they couldn't really do much offensively. So yeah, no, like you said, the Cowboys have a, a, a tricky game this week. Also, the Eagles, man, because they played the 49ers who almost coughed up uh, a, a win. You know, coughed up a, a win, but. Yeah, they both have some tough games this week. Uh, obviously, you know the um, tomorrow night is the, the Thursday night game is Giants uh, uh, Washington. We'll talk about that one later. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but um, yeah, they both have they both have games that are you know could like you said they're not going to be easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, exactly. So I know I know Philly's at home. You know it's their home opener, but the yeah, Niners, that crowd oh, is going to be awesome. Oh yeah, it's going to be off the chain. But the Niners are not going to yeah. you know you know how the Niners are. I mean, Shan, I, you know. The Niners have been, you know, when they're healthy, they're pretty consistently, you know, they're good. You know, Shanahan's been a good coach, so it's not going to be an easy game for them. You know what I mean? Hot take. I think Shanahan's a little overrated, but he is a good coach. When you okay, do you okay? Is it is you saying that because of the um, the the Super Bowl loss he had with the with the Falcons? Not just that. I mean, that's one of the reasons, but I feel like he kind of gives up big leads a lot. 
like in the Super Bowl against the 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 Chiefs. Yeah, I think they right. were up ten. It's like when it comes to late game situations, I'm like, what is he? What's up with these play I don't calls, man? Overrated because I mean, he got to he got them to a Super Bowl. When I think of overrated, is like when coaches just they like they lose the game, they don't even get to a Super Bowl or even like you know a championship game. You know, I don't I wouldn't call him overrated because he you got to give him credit for at least getting. I mean, what was that? His first or second year, he got the Niners to a Super Bowl. I mean, I, I'll yeah, give, no overrated. No, it took him a couple of years. He he had to yeah, go through yeah, a couple of bad Niners. Overrated. Teams. I would just say like, yeah, you're right. He's just not good with leads. Like, yeah, he's definitely vulnerable when he has the lead. I don't know what it is with him, but I wouldn't for that. I wouldn't call him overrated because when I think of overrated coaches, I think of people like, you know. Like I said, I think like Gruden is is a little overrated. Like the, the game is passed him by McCarthy. Like these guys mm-hmm. are not even making the playoffs. You know what I mean? Or they they're one and done. You know what I mean? So maybe overhyped is the better word because yeah, I guess that yeah. But I wouldn't call him overrated. I I do think he's a good coach. I just like you said, he is bad with leads. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a psychological. That's thing. not good. It's not. It's not <laughs> yeah. Now not. overrated also doesn't mean you're bad. It just means you you get a lot. Obviously, you get a lot of praise. And I'm not sure how well deserved it is. Now, I, I like I like McVeigh a lot. I think McVeigh and oh man, the Rams looked really good. Oh my god! Yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna talk about them late. Yeah, we're talking. Stafford about... was like. Yeah, we're gonna talk about them. Yeah, let's, we're gonna save that. Yeah, we're, <laughs> talk, we're gonna we get to that. We're gonna get to but that. But yeah, we got a little sidetracked. But um, yeah. yeah, with all that said, I think the Eagles have a shot. But I'm still not sold yet. Like the Falcons just aren't a good team, and they haven't been for a little while now. So. Yeah, I'm, I was going to say, you know how you're saying you're looking bad with that Giants pick. I'm looking bad with that Falcons. Remember, I picked them to make the playoffs to be that last wild card, and that's not that's not looking good right now. Yeah, so. it's, yeah we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I know people probably like, yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to get to the next one. Um, Jameis Winston is for real and makes the Saints a, con- a Super Bowl contender. Overreaction? Super Bowl. Um. Well, remember, that was another team that I, I thought could be pretty good. And what I like about Jameis playing with Sean Payton is Sean Payton, like, I like Sean Payton because he's a good mixture of aggressive. He's an aggressive play caller, but you're not going to just constantly try to go vertical. He's not going to put you in those spots because Drew Brees' Drew Brees's arm hasn't really been there for the last few years. Right. And he's right. done a really good job of implementing an offense where you take advantage of the, at the intermediate passing game. You're not trying to go vertical all the time but we know Jameis can do it because the Packers look awful yeah Absolutely. we're gonna get to them too yeah that's that's the next one we I thought we're, gonna, we're gonna get to like everything on this <laughs> yeah we're gonna get to everything we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to them but I, I want to focus on Jameis now here's the thing with me with Jameis like he threw five touchdowns which is great it's awesome and I don't even know how, I don't even know if he's ever done that you know since he's been in the league but he did throw for a lot of yards um I thought what they that's did fine. You know, yeah, yeah, but, but I'm telling you, I thought what the Saints did really well was kind of mix it up, like, and they used a lot of Alvin Kamara, who had a big game. Um, you know, because Jameis threw, I think, what two or three touchdowns to him. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I thought they did a good mix of like, you know, he wasn't dinking and dunking per se, but they used a lot of. When I was watching the, uh, the game, it was a lot of like kind of trickery gadget plays. They they put him in some really good spots, right? Like you said. Sean Payton and put him in, in situations where he has to throw like vertical or he may have to, you know, throw and cause a turnover. Like, yeah, I, I, I get you on that. But I just think yep. I don't know if he's like he was the sole reason that they, you know what I mean, that they were they won that game. Obviously, like I said, throwing five touchdowns is amazing. But obviously, I thought that, you know, their D also played well. And, and you know, their D's been pretty good the last few years. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, obviously, they just signed. uh Marshawn Lattimore to that uh that huge deal. I think he's the highest played corner now uh, in the league. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I don't think it was all him, but I'm not gonna like discredit him at all either. I mean, he like I said, he threw five touchdowns, so he was a big part of it. Um, I'm not gonna go as far as to say this Super Bowl contender, so I think that's a little overreaction to say that. Yeah, yeah. that's a bit much. Yeah, yeah, they like yep. okay, <laughs> he threw five touchdowns. And I, they're like, you know, they're Super Bowl. And they, first of all, they're not they're not better than the Bucks. You know what I mean? They're not even. I mean, it's arguable if they're the second best team in that division. I mean, obviously, we'll see what the Panthers do going forward because I I remember you saying, you know, you like, uh, well, I don't know if it was you or me. One of us said that you know we thought the Panthers would be a, uh, you know, a a, a competitive team. We didn't know if they make the playoffs. So yeah, I just kind of going going forward, but yeah, I'm not gonna say they're a Super Bowl team. Like I said, I thought what he did was impressive. Like I said, throwing five touchdowns, but. Yeah, I gotta. I have to see more than just one week. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I love they, played, they, they played. They played the Panthers this week. So 
You know what I mean? That's gonna yeah, be that's gonna be a great start to the season. Yeah, for great start to the season, great matchup. So we'll see. But, you know, but, yeah, like, yeah. As, as you know, we always say we like to see consistency. You know what I mean? Not just yeah. one game. I mean, it was it was as impressive as a week one win as you could get. So it it, it they have a championship coach. So yes. they're gonna yes. they're they're not mm-hmm. gonna be they're gonna be a competitive team all year. If Javis right. can keep the right. turnovers down, which I think he will, he just mm-hmm. looks like a different quarterback. Like he looks more mature. He's right. not right. as indecisive before he throws the ball. Um, I think it's a perfect system for him, man. I'm I'm excited to see what the Saints can do this year. Not ready to say Super Bowl contender, but that's like they they on that watch list. I'm I'm putting right. them on that watch list. Yes. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. Now we'll get mm-hmm. to your boys, uh, the Packers. And Why are they my boys? <laughs> <laughs> my boy. Shout out to the boy Kahar. You know that's that that's really his boys. But uh, nah, yeah, nah. man. So Aaron Rodgers does not care anymore, and Packer fans should panic. <laughs> <laughs> that's he's too great of a overreaction. <laughs> He doesn't care anymore. I love that. Yeah, I'm gonna get to why. Too, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, he's he's too great of a quarterback to not care. I think he cares deeply about his legacy because you'll have these people call him the goat, which I actually think is ridiculous. Like I yeah. don't even think I think there's zero argument there. I do think he's one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time. You know, one of the greatest passers. He's definitely high on that list, but. No, I'm going to say that's an overreaction. You know, he cares a lot about – I definitely think he seemed a little distracted this offseason. Like, he was, like, hanging out with, like, Miles Teller, like, in the jungle somewhere. I'm like, what's going on right now? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what he's like doing now. Like painter or artist or something. Like, like a, Yeah, he has, like, like this ponytail now. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm not but really um, he seemed a little sidetracked during the offseason. I think – when you're as great as he is, you, you you trust your talent level so much that you feel like, eh, I don't have to, like, be all in this offseason. Like, I know I'll be good once the season comes around. So that's just one of those bad games. It, it Like, I remember a few years ago when the Patriots played the Chiefs in their opener, and they got absolutely destroyed. Like, Kareem Hunt, we were like, who is this guy? Right. You know? Um. So it, it happens, man. I remember uh, the Steelers losing, like, 33 to 7 week one against the Ravens and they still won 12 games that year. I think we'll see the same with the Packers. So I, they did not look good. They look like the worst team in the league on Sunday. I'm not even going to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I've never seen Aaron Rodgers play that bad. He threw, it was horrible. He threw two picks and threw for 133 yards. That's like Tavares Jackson numbers. Like, <laughs> how yo, bad. that's not nah, Tavares. Tavares, that's being mean to Tavares Jackson. That's the first quarterback he came up with, Tavares Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, to, dude, those numbers. I looked at. I'm like, that can't be Aaron Rodgers. Two interceptions and 133 yards passing and no touchdowns. Come on, man. And then he, and okay. he also had like an excuse I, for one of the interceptions. He was like, "Oh, I got hit below the belt. That's all I do." <laughs> like, all right, dude. Like, don't make an excuse, dog. Like, come so on. Here's the thing. Like, here's you don't. I'm gonna disagree with you that he doesn't care anymore. I actually, that the reason why I put that statement in there is because what he said in the post game. So when they asked him about, you know, you know, obviously the game and the loss, he he kind of I don't know. I didn't like his body language. He kind of said something to the effect of like. Oh, you know, we still got 16 more of these to go. So, yeah, we're fine. We're good. He just didn't, he didn't sound to me like a, a confident leader. And, and, and you know what? You know, it's funny that you said that he was distracted during the offseason. He had a distracting offseason. May, maybe he's carrying over to the season because, I, I, you know, there was a statement made. I don't know if it was uh, today or this week, but, uh, you know, former Packer uh, Jermichael Finley, I think, was on, uh, I don't know if he was on uh, one, one of the sports stations. And, uh, he made the statement saying that he thinks, you know, Aaron Rodgers has kind of just lost his hunger. You know, I don't – he doesn't think the drive is there. And I'm going to be honest, I, I don't see it either. Like, I just – his body language – even, like, they, they showed – you know, of course, you know, we always laugh when they show Brady on the sidelines. So, they uh <laughs> they showed him on the sidelines. And, yeah, he just didn't look like he cared. He just didn't like – he was just like, eh, I'm here. I'm getting paid. But I think that's one of the criticisms about him. Like, he's – to me, man, listen, and I, I don't know if Kahar's going to listen to – He's kind of a front runner to me. I've always kind of thought that about him. When when things are going well and they're winning, he's the man. Like he he's right. doing the discount double check, or somebody <laughs> called it the discount double <laughs> choke. I was like, oh no. <laughs> With Rod discount double check. <laughs> yeah, but like, are they like a great team when they're de- like 
they don't seem to do well when there's like a big deficit. Like seriously, like I like I know Rodgers is great. No. Like what's the last time Rod, the a Packers were down? Dude, the Packers have had some games where they've got absolutely smacked. Like I remember that the title game a couple years ago when they lost the Niners, to the Niners. And I like, smacked them like a couple times in the playoffs. A couple remember Kaepernick smacked them before. Yeah. And it's just like they don't once they're down like 17, 20, it's kind of a wrap. Yeah, like, I agree. So, yeah, like, the, like, remember the Chiefs were down twenty four nothing to the Texans a couple of years ago, and they ended up like the the game is oh, over. Oh, that's why I love Mahomes. That's why I'm such a Mahomes fan now. Yeah, well, everybody loves Mahomes. He's incredible. Right. But yeah, you know, like, I feel like I feel like Rogers is kind of a front runner when things are going well and they have a lead. He's awesome. He's unstoppable. Right. When there's some adversity, his body language isn't great. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. So I'm not surprised that he had that. That body language on the sideline. I'm yeah, not. he just didn't look like I don't know, man. I mean, he just didn't look like he really into it. Like he just didn't. That's why I made the statement. Like, does he does he not care anymore? Because it's like he just didn't seem like even in the post game, like his whole body language, like it's like he was just going through the motions, like very nonchalant. Like, okay, we lost. And here's the thing, too. Okay, you lost to a Saints team. I can understand it. This was you lost to a Saints team that Drew Brees on his prime. And he did this to you, but. I know we just talked about Jameis Winston, and I agree. He is he seems a lot more confident, mature, and looks better. Mm-hmm. But you yep. didn't an elite quarterback. I mean, yeah, he do you let Jameis Winston. I mean, well, I mean, obviously A Rod's not playing defense, but you know, look, it's not like they lost to some some quarterback that like you know like like they lost to a Brady or they lost to a Mahomes. Like if Mahomes or Brady or Russell Wilson did this to them, I would be like, yeah, well, you know, I mean, these, these are top three, top five guys. Jameis Winston. Yeah. Near those guys, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, that, he's not. That, that was even worse. It's like, dude, you guys lost to a, a quarterback that's getting better, but he's not—he's not even a top. I mean, top fifteen quarterback. Like, no. you know what I mean? So, and you got outplayed by him. That's another thing. He got outplayed by a guy that literally wasn't even starting last year. Like, you know what I mean? It'd be different. Like I said, you got outplayed by Holmes, Russell Wilson, you know, Brady. You know, I get that. Okay, you know, those are those are top five guys, but you got to play by a dude that was on the bench last year. That's just just starting now. Like, dog, yeah. dude. And you're yeah. You so I saw, I, yeah. And, and somebody told me before that game. No, somebody told you before that game that one of the quarterbacks would have five touchdowns and no interceptions, and the other one would have no touchdowns and two picks. A hundred out of a hundred people would have said, "Oh, well, it's going to be Rogers with the five touchdowns." Right. A hundred exactly. out of a hundred. Exactly. It's so, so embarrassing. Like I, I mean, I'm not a Packer fan, but I, I mean, listen, I'm not going to say it's time to panic because, like you said, it is no. only one. It's one game, but I would be a little concerned with Aaron Rodgers as far as like just his, as far as the far as him like being into the season, wanting to be there and his body length. That's what I would be concerned with. I wouldn't be too much concerned with the rest of the team. I'm sure the rest of the team obviously wants to win and wants to do do well, but I, I would be concerned with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe this is why this is his last year. Maybe he's kind of like, you know what? It's my last year anyway. Who cares? You know, I won't be here. <laughs> so who cares? But now now if now if you're if you if there were ever a um a cure a cure for your illness you know who they play in week two? They play the Lions in yeah. Green Bay. I mean, yeah. we're gonna talk about those spreads and stuff later. Yeah, yeah. We're if talk- you don't go off in that game, <laughs> I feel bad for the Lions. I think he's going to absolutely destroy them because their so defense you, is awful. Right. So it's would, awful. Would you say if he doesn't play well against the Lions, then it then it's, then it's time to panic? Is that a concern then? You, if they lose their home opener to the Lions, yes, no, that is definitely a concern. Much lose, but let's say he he doesn't look like yeah. He, I mean, it's only it's only one way to go from two interceptions and 133 yards. So, you know, but yeah. would you say if he just kind of plays okay and they still win, would you be concerned? Like if they, if they like no, said, because ultimately, they, man, ultimately it's, it's about winning. About like a touchdown. You know, or ultimately like, it's about winning. Nah, I wouldn't trip. If they win, they win. But right. they got some tough games coming up. They're at the Niners, which we know has kind of been their kryptonite mm-hmm. when they're healthy. And then they got the Steelers, the way their D-line's playing. Um, so they, they've got some tricky games. They got the Cardinals, the Chiefs, the Seahawks, the Rams. Yeah. yeah. They got some 
like the Browns, the Ravens, they some tough games coming up. Now, of course, they got the Lions again. They got the Bears. That division kind of sucks. Like yeah. the Bears and the <laughs> Vikings, they don't look good. <laughs> Wait, did so, they all lose they on might... Sunday? Yeah, that whole division's 0-1. Yeah. <laughs> that's another reason not to panic. It's just like, well, they're still tied for first place. So Yeah, know. that's true. That's Detroit's true. tied for first place. <laughs> Right. If the playoffs started today, they'd have they might make the playoffs. <laughs> I know that's crazy. All right, so the next yeah. thing we're gonna talk about, I know you're gonna like this one. You you know you I, you've always been a a, a fan of this guy. I, I've not been as big on him, but I'm not gonna lie, he did look good Sunday night. Matthew Stafford is an MVP candidate. Yeah. <laughs> it was like supposed to happen with McVay. Bro, the, there's no denying his talent. I never understood people like, I don't like Stafford. He played on the Lions. He played on one of the worst organizations in sports. Not even just in football. Like, he made that team, he took that team to the playoffs. They've had, he's by far the greatest quarterback in that franchise's history. <laughs> Who was number two? Seriously. Not for real, D. Who is the second greatest Lions quarterback of all time? Scott Mitchell? <laughs> <laughs> Scott Mitchell, <laughs> Charlie Batch, <laughs> bro, it's been that bad in Detroit. He's been so underappreciated to me. So now he, yo, he cooked on Sunday. Jaw. First of all, the boy he's just throwing a bunch of deep balls. Twenty for twenty-six. Jaw. Okay, not only that, he he was throwing a bunch of deep balls, and they were wide open. Where was the D? Yeah, that Bears D supposed to be good. Yeah, what was that? I don't know about Nagy. Because <laughs> he's supposed to be an offensive guy, and their offense isn't good. It's, like, never been good. First of all, they got Dalton on the field. Like, why is he still playing? Oh, damn. Wait, you don't think he should be in the league? We're <laughs> <laughs> just not starting. Just no, not just not starting. He should definitely And be they're, like, being, like, stubborn. Like, oh, just just play. Just play fields. Just yeah, stop. please. Come on. Just play them. Let him. Let him. Bears let him get. Yeah, let them get these games in against the Lions and some of these weaker opponents. Just play them. Like, Why teams playing are playing the rookies. Why are you playing Dalton? Here? He was a backup to Dak last year. I mean, he only played because Dak got hurt. And he wasn't that good. Like, he's not good anymore. I mean, to be honest, a lot of people thought he was never good. Like. Yeah, I've never really been a big Dalton guy. <laughs> exactly. Dog, the red yeah. rifle. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, so I, yeah, I agree with you. I don't know what Nagy's doing. Like, just play fields, dude. Stop putting Bear fans through this, like, Oh, we're gonna wait. No, wait for what? Dalton's not good. Dude, they haven't had a Pro Bowl quarterback since the '80s. Like t- the the fans are just ready. Like, yo, man, let's just get our young dude in there. Let it. Let's go. What is this Dalton yeah. stuff? Yeah. But getting back to Stafford, man, you know, like I said, you're right. I I was never big on him uh, in Detroit, but yeah, man, he he balled out, man. He looked really good on Sunday night. Like I said, three twenty one, three TDs. And he only threw twenty six times, and he, he still had over three hundred yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, man, he's he's gonna be he's like, that team's gonna be a lot of fun. They yeah. might be the best. They might low key be the best team in the league this year. Like, their defense is gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because so we'll take the yeah. We'll see. I picked them to win the division. So I agree with you. He was throwing those deep balls, dog. They were like right on the money. Well, dudes, like I said, they were wide open too. So. Well, that the, well only well one of them was I think the cup one that last cup one. <laughs> Yo, dude, that was <laughs> dog. I could have done that. Like I could have threw that ball. I was like, dude, what? How is he wide open like that? Wide open, bro. Yeah, dude. And, and they showed like his his route. So the corner pretty much just let him go, and not, the safety never picked him up. He just kept running, and he was just like, he, he was open, dude. He was open for like 30, 40 yards down the field. That's yeah. that's come on. That's that should never happen. It's unacceptable, man. Yeah. That's one of your biggest pet peeves. The dudes are wide open. <laughs> wide open. And Cup is really good. Like he's one of, I mean, he's one of the best receivers. So it's not like, you know what I mean? Like you left some like. No name dude, dudes that nobody knows about. Like, oh yeah, who's that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. like the Lions receivers, like you always say. <laughs> yeah, Cephas. So. Like, who is that? That is Cephas. Yeah, I don't know who that is. So. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, nah. The Stafford look good, man. Like you said, and if he, if he continues to play that way with that D, you're right. They they may low key be the best team in the league. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. So I wanted to get to some questions before we uh, move on. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, uh, some game spreads uh, in, in a minute. But, uh, you know, I want to ask some questions. So, you know, obviously the Browns and the Cowboys, which is very – it's very interesting. They both – they were really the only two teams – Well, and also obviously the Ravens that lost kind of like in the final seconds. And, it, and it's funny. I was seeing a lot of like, you know, 
Browns and Cowboys are like, oh, like, oh if, if, you know, these are heartbreakers. Are they still contenders? Can they can they survive the season? And I'm like, yeah, like, what what is the big deal? Like, first of all, the Browns lost to argue. Oh, I don't even say argue. I think who is the best quarterback in the league, Mahomes, who does this all the time. They were down, you know, a lot of points, and he comes back and wins. And they were at home. Like, I mean, the Chiefs were at home, so I don't understand why people were so concerned with the Browns. I understand they had the big lead, and it's kind of like they choked. Okay, they were on the road, though. They weren't at home. And, again, they were going against the best quarterback in the league who's who's kind of done this in the playoffs already before. So Yeah, he has. I don't really know what the big deal was. You know, I heard a lot of Browns fans like, oh, here we go. I'm like, what do you mean here we go? Like, dude, they were, they were up. And, like, that's not going to happen every week with them. They were going against the Chiefs. The defending AFC, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they they've been to the Super Bowl two years in a row. Like I don't understand the whole concern. Um, so yeah, I think, that wasn't a bad loss at all. No. no, I think the Browns will be fine. I still think like I still have them them in the Chiefs. I, I think that was an AFC Championship preview to me. You know what I mean? Because like I, I think you know when we did our preview show, I had them in the AFC Championship game. Um, but yeah, I think the Browns will be fine. I still think they can they'll win that division. You know what I mean? Because um, they look good. I mean. Besides, you know, the Chiefs coming back, like I said, it is Mahomes. I mean, it's just no way around it. Like, I, like I said, he's the best quarterback in the league, and he has all those weapons. With you know, I think Tyreek Hill went off. He had like a hundred some yards. You know, yeah, he had he had a no, he he had a, he had almost two hundred yards. Yeah, he had eleven receptions, one hundred and ninety-seven yards, and a touch. What dude, that dude is Amazing. so good. Yeah, for his size. He's yeah. the most dangerous non-quarterback in the NFL. I agree. I agree. I agree. He's so fast, dude. Yeah, so I don't get – the Browns fans need to relax and calm down. Like, And even the, the rest of the media needs to calm down and saying, oh, yeah, are they, you know, after their heartbreak, are they still contenders? Yeah, they're still contenders. They're fine. Yeah. You, who, they're, that's a definite overreaction. You know what I mean? Yeah, what like, are people talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just – yeah, I was, I was kind of like just getting mad when I kept hearing it. Like, what are y'all talking about? Like, they lost to arguably – you know, the best team in the league or has been the best team in the league for the last two years mm-hmm. and the best quarterback in – they were on the road. They weren't – at. They, it wasn't like they they did this at – the Browns were at home. They were in KC, and they yeah. had a big lead. They had the lead. It's not like they got blown out. You know what I mean? So, yeah, people need to relax. And Man, hard, people, people which, also have to understand where the Browns have came from. I mean, they were one of the worst yeah. teams in football for, like, two decades. So, like, I think people should take it a little easy on them. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? I agree. Yeah. And as far as the Cowboys look, yes, I don't care what anybody says. If we would ask a hundred out of hundred people, did we know that Brady was going to, uh, with time left, go down and win that game? A hundred people would have said yes. We all knew what was going to happen. Like, oh, let's, yeah, let's, for let's, sure. Put that out there. Look, the Cowboys played great. They played well, but we knew, and I even said it once they left all that time on the clock. I said, "Oh yeah, the Bucks are going to win this game." Brady's going to march them down the field. They're going to win. We all knew that. The, the whole – everybody in America watching across the world knew when Brady got the ball what was going to happen. So, yeah. again, Cowboy Nation, and I'm a part of it, needs to sit down and relax, like calm down. You know, they didn't choke. They played well. They were in that – they were in the game the whole game. They even led in the game. And, yeah, they're still contenders too. I mean, I, I don't know about Super Bowl contenders, but they're at least – yeah, they're still the favorites to win the NFC East and make the playoffs. Like, it's – they went. They went against the Super Bowl champions on open opening night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, no, yeah, that, I mean, I don't see how people say that was a bad loss. Yeah, and I mean, and they looked like I said, Dak looked great. You know what I mean? So yeah, th- was it heartbreaking to lose at the end? Of course it was. But come on, like yeah, just relax. Like that, that they went against the the Super Bowl champs on opening night. A lot of a lot of visiting teams don't win the win that game, and they, we're talking about great teams that have gone you know, back to the Super Bowl, or, you know, made the playoffs. Like, yeah, it, it happens. And like I said, everybody in the world knew once Brady got that ball back, <laughs> we knew what was going to happen. There was not one person. People don't even watch football knew what was going to happen. Like, oh, yeah, well, Brady about to go win that game. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, just relax. You know, obviously they have a tough game against the Chargers this week. That is going to be tough. But um, I was I was very impressed with that, and I like what I saw out of – even the Cowboy D, I mean, yeah, they gave up 31 points, but, you know, they had four turnovers, which is, like, crazy. Like, we yeah. – that was one of our issues last year. We didn't create turnovers, and we actually did. So, I think it was a lot of positives. The, the one thing negative, I would say, out of that game that I didn't like, and a lot of people have – even people that are not Cowboy fans, is that you can't just run Zeke eight times. Like – Yeah, you know, McCarthy's not a, a big run-the-ball kind of guy. Yeah, 
come on, McCarthy, you got to run Zeke more than eight times. Like, that's that's ridiculous. Like, you know, and people were, like, getting on Zeke. But it's like, dude, he's not even getting the carries. And I understand the Bucks D was, like, the number one D against the run last year. I get that. But you at least got to try. You know, I mean, Zeke was a, was arguably the best back a couple years ago. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I just, I just don't understand that. I mean, Dak only 58 times coming off a of surgery, like, and coming off a, a, you know, a sore shoulder during training camp. I, I don't understand. But, again, he looked great. I'm not taking anything away from him. But they need they, they have to run Zeke more. You're paying him all that money, and, you know what I mean, you got you to gotta run the ball. Yeah. Like, please, McCarthy. Like, come <laughs> on. Like, how do you run the ball, whatever you said, eight times with, with in a one-possession game? If they never trailed by more than a, yeah. You kept saying that. You kept texting me. You like, dude, why is he? Why is he not? Why is he throwing the ball in a one possession game? And you have Zeke back there. I I, I didn't uh, understand. I don't know. Yeah, is he good? <laughs> no, I I I put him in the Gruden thing. Like I think you know him and Gruden. I just think the games are passed them by. They're not. Yeah, they won Super Bowls. I get it. They, and they they're gonna go down as you know, I guess great coaches. Hall of Fame coaches or whatever? Uh, probably not. I don't think anybody's going to remember McCarthy as a Greek coach. Yeah, but I don't know about McCarthy. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just think the game has passed them by. They're just – I think at this point, they either should be coordinators or be out of football. That's how, that's how I think. But, you know, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's just one game. I don't want to overreact. I mean, this is McCarthy's second year. Uh, I, I do think if he doesn't get it done this year, yeah, he has to go. Like, they, the Cowboys need to – Go search for him and get somebody younger that's with that is more with the game of today. That you know what I mean, not with you know ten years ago. So I, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, let me ask you something. Hypothetical question: If mm-hmm. every coach in the NFL were available to hire for the Cowboys, who would you hire? Who would you want? Free for all. Every coach is available. See, it's easy for me to say Andy Reid, but he has Mahomes. Um, well, I mean, you got Dak. Dak is all Dak is a good quarterback. No, 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 I understand it, but I'm just trying to think of somebody, somebody, uh, because I want somebody kind of young, not older. Because I mean, obviously, okay. either Belichick or um, Pete Carroll, you go McVay, yes, I would say Sean McVay. Okay, yeah, every, okay. Every, yeah I would say Sean McVay. Yeah, I that's that's actually a perfect uh person. So, you would go with an offensive coach, offensive young, yes, yeah, offensive okay. body that's like. You know, um, creative. You know what I mean. Intuitive. You know what I mean. Like, bring something new to the table, not you know stuff we've seen for the last ten years. You know what I mean. So yeah, yes. I got you. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. All right. So we're gonna ask a couple more questions here. So we were talking to our boy B Rice, and I had to agree with him. And this is a question I wanted to pose to you as well, Quab. Why? Why does it seem that Lamar Jackson still hasn't developed as a passer? Like I, I'm not. Yeah, well, that that that's been a concern of mine for a while, mm-hmm. and it doesn't help that they don't really have like that go-to scary number one receiver. Like they don't. Right. Have, who's, Rocky, their, who's their number one receiver? Is it still Mar- Marquise Brown? Right, Hollywood Brown. <laughs> Sammy Watkins. I hope not. He should not. He should not be your number one receiver. Right. Um, right. So it, I think it's a couple of things. Like he's so talented as a runner that I don't know if he goes through his progressions before he passes the ball. Like, is he looking at his first option, second, sometimes even third? Or is he, once that first option is not there, he just decides to take off? So I, I think I, a little I, more. I'll go with what yeah. you just said. I think it's that last that last option where he just goes back, see the first time, he just goes. Yeah, it's like sometimes you got to sit. You gotta, it's not saying you should sit in the pocket, but you sometimes kind of have to let these guys try to create separation. And he's so he's so talented that once one dude is covered up, he's not trying to look to his second option. He's like, oh, I'm out. I'm running. Man. What was that, D? No, I said you have to. You have to. Yeah. Like, if you're going to get better as a passer and develop, you know, like those skills, you have to, man. You have to look to your second and third uh, reads. Like, he can't just read one and then he's out. Like, I, like you said, I agree. He's really talented. He's awesome. Like, I mean, dude, I mean, he reminds me so much of Vic. It's it's r- ridiculous. But he has to go. He has to progress. Like, you're the quarterback. Like, and I and I agree with you. I think you kind of said this in the offseason that, a bit, like, you know, I think a little bit the NFL defense have kind of caught up to him and kind of figured him out a little bit. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. I think they – dude, it's a copycat league. We've been hearing that forever. 
you know, once right. once right. one team kind of slows you down, other teams are like, hmm. Now he's so he's so talented that he's still going to get his regardless of how you game plan. Right. And look, I'll give Ra- the Ravens some credit. Like they drafted Rashad Bateman in the first round. Like they're drafting guys to try to put around him. But sometimes you got you have to go out and spend some money. Go and get that big name receiver that's available. Like go, yeah. you know. I agree. Why didn't yeah? Why didn't you go and grab? You know, I don't know what their salary salary cap situation is, but why didn't you go and grab DeAndre Hopkins? Why didn't mm-hmm. I know they traded him, so that's a little different, I guess. Right, but right. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, why you? Yeah, you know, why don't you trade for Julio Jones? Like, right. go and do that stuff. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. help this guy out because they have a really good running game. It's unfortunate they've had so many injuries, but um, I just think, what like we said, he needs to be a little bit more patient in the pocket before he decides to take off, I and he doesn't utilize the entire field as a passer. Like, he just doesn't, you know. He doesn't make a yeah. lot of sideline. Duncan, he doesn't really go deep. You know what I mean? Like And he has a good arm. He actually has a pretty strong arm. He does. He does. Yeah. Just like how Vic was. As I said, he, that's why he gets so much of the Vic comparisons. And Vic had that strong arm. Wasn't really accurate. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, man, I just think he needs to stay in the pocket a little more. Like, go through those second and third reads, man. Like, just don't take off after the first. Like, like, like I said, he's awesome once he breaks, you know, containment and he gets to that second level he's he's awesome but i just think defense is in a, like i mean think about it he had what two turnovers in that game i think he fumbled twice in that game he's actually fumbled yeah fumble i'm not gonna say it's it's a it's a daniel jones kind of issue no not that but bad. he's had some yeah no exactly but he's yeah. definitely had some you know what he kind of holds the ball a little like out there like yo you gotta tuck that thing in yeah you know? I- so I agree, yeah, because, I mean, he, to be honest, man, that fumble that he had the last one pretty much won the greatest ra- the game, you know what I mean? Man, it was so great to see that crowd in Vegas. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 we got to go to a game. Obviously, you know, us being, you know, went to school there, UNLV years, man, we got we to gotta go, you know, to a game. No question. We'll definitely make that yeah. happen. All right, so before we get to the game spread, so tell me your teams or players that surprised you in week one, and then tell me a team – or player that disappointed you in week one? Uh, um, well, I think the surprise we talked about, the Saints. Yeah. I, um, I would say the Broncos, but one, remember, that was a team I thought could be solid this year. You did. You did say that. Yeah, yeah. they don't have a ton of holes. Like, their quarterback situation is, look, I don't love Teddy, but we can, like we always say, he's solid. He's not going to lose you the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he makes good decisions. He's not going to go vertical on you or anything like that, but – um, so that was a pleasant surprise. Um, I'm a little surprised that the uh, Dolphins went into New England and won that game. I know yeah, like, it was so, a pretty close so, spread. Yeah. yeah, but I'm I was impressed because that's a really tough defense, and you know, two was under the microscope this year. So it was nice right. to kind of see him going there and mm-hmm. outplay Mac Jones, who I actually thought looked pretty good. I thought maybe he didn't even outplay Mac Jones. I thought he looked good, but yeah. to go in there and beat the Patriots in their crib, that was pretty big. And can I stay the Steelers? Is that one I can? Oh, of course. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect them to win in Buffalo. Oh, it was yeah. ugly. Buffalo, they, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was a tough, tough, ugly, gritty win. So yeah. Yeah, um, sure. that was a good one. If I could say one more, you know what, man? Everybody's just – and I know they only played the Jags. I know. but Oh, that's what, that's the one I was going to say. Yeah, gonna... everybody's just absolutely said they're going to be horrible. I, I'm probably one of them. <laughs> but – Man, you know they went out there. They played hard for their coach, and they've dealt, they've dealt with a lot this off season. But they went out there and they kind of balled out. Thirty seven yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. Your boy Tyrod, two touchdowns. Let's go. Yeah, Tyrod. <laughs> he wasn't playing. <laughs> you know, he only throws one. He was like, yeah, yeah. I don't do this on a on a normal basis. Uh, he can be he can be so basic. <laughs> like this is a, this is a Tyrod Taylor. This is a typical Tyrod Taylor stat line. <laughs> he'll be like he'll be like eighteen for twenty five. 180, one touchdown, one pick. It's like, that's all. He, give me a little bit more. Like, a little. Yo, he almost threw it for 300 yards. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing I do like about him, he won't, he won't, he won't necessarily win you the game, but he won't lose it for you either. See, do you like those guys, though? I, okay. I would <laughs> like, like, are those I, guys going to win you a Super Bowl? No. No. Not. <laughs> but I, I do like the fact that he won't really lose you the game. I don't like guys that, like, will lose you a game. Like, I uh, like how you feel about feel about Tony Romo. Like Tony Romo can lose you a game. As talented as and, and how good he was, sometimes he can yeah. also lose you the game. Whereas yeah. Tyrod, you know he's safe. Yeah, he's not gonna necessarily like wow you, but he's not gonna lose it for you. You know. So I will take. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So was there any players or or teams that disappointed you? 
in week one. How about, how about the Titans? Yes. Oh, my yes. gosh. Like, Derrick Henry, at one point, I think in the first half, had eight carries for nine yards. Ooh. Like, yo, first of all, Chandler Jones, he looked like oh. he looked like a mixture of, like, Lawrence Taylor and, like, Reggie White. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Like, he's good. Like, he's a good player. He's But, yo, you got him out here looking like Deacon Jones. What's going on, man? <laughs> And that O-line looked horrible. And their yeah. D looked terrible. Like, they look bad just everywhere. <laughs> like, what is going on? And, like, Vrabel's supposed to be a defensive dude. I don't get why their defense passes. is so bad. Like, Julio was dropping passes. You know, remember I said it, like, I don't know. He, he's like another. I don't think he really cares anymore. He's like, <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't think who, I think the days of dominant Julio are over. I don't think he's yeah, that tidy. Yeah, so? Okay. So you think he's kind of passing? But I, I said that before this game. It's not an overreaction. I just – Yeah. He just doesn't seem to – I don't know, man. I feel like he just relies – like he's just a name now. You know, yes, yeah. you know, I'm going to say it. I think he's washed up. I'm wow. not – I think Julio is – he's still okay. going to make plays, but I think the days of him being like a 13, 1,400-yard receiver are gone. I think it's over. So. Ooh. Wow. Okay. No, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna look real dumb yeah. by the end of the year. Like, yeah, he looked league receiving. Like, I know people listen to that podcast. Like, just listen to this podcast. Like, whoa. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. Cool. Yeah, he doesn't. I, he sometimes he doesn't even put in like full effort. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, but all those ones you said, man, I kind of agree with you. Now, I will add one team to my surprise, and well, not a surprise to me because you know, in the off in the in the preview show, I said I thought they'd be better competitive, maybe not make the playoffs, but uh, the Bengals, man, I was really impressed with the Bengals. Yeah, they look good. They and, look good. Uh, Joe Burrow looked great. Your boy, uh, your boy uh, um, Chase even had a touchdown after he said early in the week that he can't see the ball without a white stripe on it. He actually had a touchdown. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he looked he looked like a the third or whatever. I think he was the fourth overall pick, a top five pick. Yeah, yeah, he looked good. He looked no, really I was, good. I was really impressed with the Bengals, man. Now, obviously, I know people were probably not big on the Vikings, but the Vikings have a lot of talent, and they they actually have a good D. So, yeah, man. I, like like I said, man, I've I liked Joe Burrow from the start. So, like I said, I think he's, you know, I, I said this in the preview show. I think in the, the next two or three years, you know, we may be talking about him, you know, top five and definitely top ten in this league. So, you know, I think he's going to be, if he's healthy, he'll be the Bengals, you know, quarterback for for a long time. Um, but, yeah, man, I was impressed with them uh, for sure. Yeah, they got to gotta protect him a little better because. Yes, I agree. He, I agree. he got hit a lot in that game, but he he's yeah. tough, man. He's a tough yeah, dude. Yeah, like, in there, man, because, like, the one thing I do like about him is, like, when the pocket collapsed, he doesn't get rattled, unlike like Daniel Jones, who we were talking about earlier. Like, man, he sticks in that pocket. Like, like I said, he was getting hit a lot, but he would stick it in there and still throw the ball and, and complete it. So, yeah, man. And that's I, impressive for a guy coming off an injury. And I saw a stat that and he was – Yeah, I saw a stat that he had the highest quarterback rating um, – while getting uh, un, um, after, getting blitzed, excuse my excuse me. Wow. Yeah, he had the highest QB rating this year. weekend. Yeah, while getting you know under the blitz, so that says a lot, man. It's like yeah, yeah people are bringing it, but he's still slinging it. <laughs> yeah, no, I like him a lot, man. Like I said, I think I'm telling you, two three years at least top ten. What will we talking about? I don't know about me, you know, maybe top five is going a little too hard, but we'll be saying he's at least a top ten quarterback. I'm telling you right now. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, man. So we're going to end the show with a, with a, a few games. You know, we, we every week we'll talk about, like, you know, some of the highlights and games, and we'll talk about the spreads. So, obviously, we got tomorrow night, Giants versus Washington. It's in it's in Washington. Washington's a minus three-and-a-half point favorite. Do, do you like that spread? Now, you, you said tomorrow night. Just to let our listeners know. Like, oh, sorry, right. When, oh, no, yeah. it's all good. It's a Wednesday. I don't know people are like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um. So, the Thursday night game. This Thursday week, night yeah. game. Sorry. Um, Oh, my gosh. I, I guess I'll go Washington because I like their defense. Mm-hmm. The three-and-a-half points, uh, see, I think that's going to be a close game. I think that's going to be one of those, like, 23-20 games. So, so I actually would like probably Washington take – I'd probably Washington. take the – what was that? So you don't like Washington more than – you don't like Washington, like, by – I time. like Washington to win, but the Giants to cover the spread. So I would yeah. go Giants there. Okay. Yeah, another good game we got is, like, I think we talked about it earlier, 49ers versus the Eagles. San Fran is a minus three-and-a-half point favorite. You like that spread? No, I think the Eagles upset them. I think oh, the Eagles okay. upset them. Yeah, I, okay. think the Eagles, I think the Eagles win outright. Yeah. I, I Okay. Man, Hurts look really – and, you know, I'm a little concerned. Like, if I'm the Niners, their defense mm-hmm. got torched. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. So, and that crowd's gonna be incredible. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Eagles to win straight up. So I, I go Eagles there. Yeah, I'm agree with you on that one as well. Yeah, I think I think the Eagles went straight up right, and I think they. Yeah, they'll. 
yeah, obviously the Niners won't cover. So yeah, but um, yeah, I like the Eagles to win that straight up, and I think that yeah, I think the Eagles can win big. They can win by like you know fourteen, like two, by two touchdowns. Yeah, because um, you know they're not like I, Jimmy's not bad, but he kind of if you hit him a few times, it, it kind of goes downhill. I don't think he's. And a I dude. wasn't like what Shanahan was doing; like they were in and out, in and out. I don't like that. That, that never works. I don't know. Do like, dude, stick with one quarterback. Like either start trade, you know, Trey Lance. Or stick with Jimmy G. Like, stop doing this in and out stuff. I didn't like it that. It never works. No, never. never does. Yeah. All right. And the next one is your boys, uh, Raiders at Steelers. Pitt is a five and a half point uh, favorite. Uh, you like that spread? You know, I do. I, I like Pittsburgh there. The Raiders lost had a lot of injuries in that game. They lost Yannick Ngakwe. He's going to be out for a little bit. First of all, Mariota always gets hurt. He got hurt in the one play he came in. It's like, come on, dude. <laughs> Anyway, I, I know he doesn't play out defense, but uh, I feel bad for Gerald McCoy, man. Out for the season again. Oh, like, uh, man. We yeah, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they lost one of their linemen, and their their old their old lines already kind of sketchy. So, um, I think Pittsburgh's going to come out and actually play pretty well offensively. I think they'll get the run game mm-hmm. going. It's the home opener. Uh, the defense is just going to try to tee off on Carr, man. Because right. you can't you can't do that thing of targeting. They targeted Darren Darren Waller. 19 times in that game. You don't think the Steelers are looking at that film like, all right, he clearly likes this dude. So let's try to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, Waller's talented. He's going to get his. But yeah, I, I like the Steelers there. I think they can win by a touchdown, maybe like the 27. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I love the Steelers here in this spot. I think they covered with no problem. They'll wow. definitely win by at least a touchdown. I even think they win by more. Um, yeah, that, that could be a 10 point game. I think so. Yeah, the home opener, the D looked great. I think mm-hmm. Ben will get it, look a little better, and the offense will look a little better and get it going. Yeah, I love the Steelers in this spot. Yeah. So next game we have is the Saints versus uh, the Panthers in Car- yes in Carolina. They have New Orleans as a minus three and a half point favorite. You like that one? I think so. I think so because I liked what I saw out of the Saints defense, and the okay. Panthers kind of struggled against the Jets for a little while. Like I know it, it was sixteen nothing, but they weren't looking that great. Like, uh, what are y'all doing there? But I mean, the Jets have a, a decent defense. They're not like terrible on defense. So right. Yeah, I think the Saints can pull that one out. I know they're on the road, but I, I could see them winning by, you know, six. I could see them winning 26-20, maybe, um, you know, 21-14, something like that. So I like the Saints there. Yeah, I like the Saints, but I think it's going to be a little closer than people think because this is a division game. You know, obviously they're always familiar with each other. So I actually like the Saints to win it, but I actually think the Saints won't cover. They'll, they'll probably win by three, like by a field goal. I think this game will actually be close to the end, but I think the Saints will just pull it out. You know, they'll, you know, Jameis will get the Saints in, you know, field goal range at the end and they'll win it. But I think I, I like the Saints to win it, but just not cover it. Gotcha. All right. Sunday night game, Chiefs versus uh, the Ravens in Baltimore. Baltimore's home opener. Casey's a minus three and a half point favorite. You like that one? That's a weird number to me. Why is it only three and a half? You would think it's higher than that. You would think it's like six, right? Especially since Casey's kind of, they always play well against the Ravens. Like, they kind of owned them, which is not really yeah. fair to say. KC owns a lot of teams. But, yeah, that's a weird number. I wonder why Vegas has that at three and a half because I would look at that and think they're, like, they could win by a touchdown. But that yeah, said, I, I like – I agree see, with that. Yeah, yeah, the Ravens have too many injuries. Mm-hmm. They, they struggle defensively. Their pass rush isn't that great right now either, the Ravens. If you can't get to Mahomes, I mean, you're not going to do too well. So, <laughs> I'm going to go – yeah, I, I actually love the Chiefs there. I'm going to go Chiefs. Yeah, me too. I love the Chiefs. I think they cover with no problem. Like you said, I think they at least win by a touchdown. Um, yeah, the Ravens. Why only three and a half though? It's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't, I, I don't think the Chiefs are going to have any issues because, like you said, the Ravens have so many uh, injuries right now. They, they, their secondary is decimated. I mean, they, they ran the ball very well, but and we just talked about Lamar Jackson really not being, you know, had developing as a passer. And I think like to beat the Chiefs, you need somebody that can really pass the ball. You know what I mean? So. And to go against Mahomes. So, yeah, I love the Chiefs in this spot. I think they cover it with no problem. Yeah. All right. Last game, Monday night, <laughs> your boys, the Lions versus the Packers. Green Bay's a, a minus 10.5 point favorite. You like that one? <laughs> Dude, they're going <laughs> to. I think they're going to destroy the Lions. Like, I, I, you know, if they lose to the Lions, bro, they better not. They better not lose a lot. Yeah, yeah, I like. Then Ten is a lot of points. It's panic time for Green Bay if they lose to the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> Ten is a lot of points, especially against a, a, a yeah, defense. That's a lot of points, yeah, and it's a divisional game. Divisional yeah. games typically aren't blowouts like that. Mm-hmm. But the Lions don't play defense at all. 
And if you don't play defense and you're going up against a, a Packers team that was just embarrassed, yeah, Packers, they're going to cover that. They're going to win by at least two touchdowns. So I, I go Packers. You know what? Like, I, I, I'm going to disagree with you here. Like you said, 10 points is a lot, man. Like, dang, that's a lot. I mean, the Lions are not good. Uh, I will give them a little credit for, you know, almost coming back against against the uh, Niners. But um, I actually think this game's a little closer. I think the Packers win by a touchdown because um, it is a division game. Um, and like you said, they're normally not blowouts. But mm-hmm. I think the Packers will play, obviously, like I said, they can't play any worse than they did against the Saints. But they'll play better. But I think the Packers don't cover and they win it. But they will only win by probably like a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, that 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 might you know because the the Lions' offense didn't look bad. Like, exactly. golf actually played yeah. pretty well. Yeah, I know you get yeah. Obviously, you don't we don't know who their receivers are, but uh, the, the <laughs> he was the, still Hawkinson's nice though. Yes, he is, and and Swift wasn't bad either. The running back, Swift yeah, was, Swift isn't bad. He's not bad. Yeah, he's bad. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, man, I think the Packers win it, but they don't cover. They'll they'll win by like you know it'll it'll be by a touchdown. And like I said, I think the game will be a lot closer than people think. So yeah, I just All know right, they better not lose. That is, uh, <laughs> week one in the books, man. So, uh, what are you looking forward for for, for week two? Um, you know, kind of differentiating, like you know, the teams creating more separation, like who's good and who's not. Like, right, right. That's what I always want to see, like who's the real deal. And it's still too early to tell. But there's exactly. a couple teams that are zero and one, and they got to be careful. Like, you look at a team like the Bills. Like, they have high, high expectations this year, mm-hmm. and they got Miami this weekend. You can't lose to a divisional team and go down zero two. Right, I got to be careful, man. Just some teams got to be careful. Cowboys too. Yeah, well, I was going to say. Now that division's not as strong. That division's not as strong. Yeah, so you might still be okay. You have to be careful. You got it. You got to get a win. You got. You yeah. guys have. You guys are the more talented. Well, offensively, you're the more talented right. team, in my opinion. Although, damn, Chargers have talent though. So, but you know what? Even though they lost that game, they they have to go. Like they have mo- a little bit momentum. So I think you have to build off yeah. the. You know, you lost against Brady in the last seconds. I mean, a lot of people have done that. So. Yeah, you got to build off the momentum. You know what I mean. So yeah, I, I think they got to be careful and not go. You know, go down o two. But uh, go win that game. Go win that game, Cowboys. Come on, <laughs> no doubt, man. But yeah, Quad, we'll do this again next week. All right, man. Peace. Peace.